Welcome to the WP Tonic WordPress and SaaS podcast. Jonathan Denwood and his co-host Stephen Souder interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Take it away, guys. All right. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic podcast. This week in WordPress and SaaS, uh, we're going to learn a little bit more about WP Tonic by talking with Jonathan Denwood, the founder of WP Tonic, this podcast. Then we're also going to talk about some of our favorite interviews in 2021. It's crazy that uh, a new year is already started. 2022 is here. Um, We'll go for a quick break from our sponsor, and then we'll be jumping right back in it to hear from Jonathan Denwood. Hi there, folks. I just wanted to tell you about our major sponsor, and that's Castos. If you're looking to get into podcasting for yourself or for clients, you need a top-quality podcasting platform, and that's what you get with Castos. It has a superb interface, really easy to use, and you're not penalised for success. They have a flat-rate pricing structure. Don't matter how many podcasts you make, how many downloads you achieve, you'll just pray at one fixed rate with Castos, plus their support and just the quality of the people are just amazing. Also, for the WP Tonic tribe, Castos is just offering an amazing deal. If you go to the WP Tonic website, backlink newsletter, you can get your first six months at half price. That's right, half price. That's only an exclusive offer to you, the tribe. Also, you'll be able to sign up for the WP Tonic weekly newsletter, which keeps you informed about all the stories and what's happening in the WP Tonic tribe. Please show your support for the show and support Castos. It's a fantastic platform. Welcome back, folks. Our major sponsor, as you heard, is Castus. You can find some great and amazing deals from Castus by going to wptonic.com backslash recommendations. You can also learn more about all the different services and offerings that WP Tonic has. So, Jonathan, diving into it here. It's a new year. Uh, we're starting off again. Um, but before we dive into kind of the new year and new plans for WP Tonic and podcasting and where things are going, um, I think it might be good for our listeners to kind of hear a little bit more about how you started WP Tonic, how you founded it, kind of the origin story. Yeah, because I, I thought we'd just take the opportunity because I don't really like discussing myself, really. I know it's a bit of a that's surprising, isn't it, Stephen? Um, but I don't actually. I'm rather introverted, really. Um so I really don't. But I thought um, I've been doing the podcast now, I think it might be six to seven years now. Wow. Uh, um, and I've never been really interviewed about how it started and um, how I got into the world of WordPress in general. So I thought we'd take this opportunity. I, I sprung this on Stephen, actually, but he's been very gracious. Um so um, basically, I started um, WP Tonic around 2014, 2015. And um, it was a friend of mine, Bill, um, who, Bill Conrad, who was my original co host on the show. And I met Bill at, uh, I live in Northern Nevada um, near Reno, folks. I live in a small town 
called Carson City. And I was at um, a local business meeting. I think it was a WordPress meetup group in Reno. And Bill had just moved from California to Reno. And he was ex-special services, ex-army, done a few tours of Afghanistan. Um, was I think he was a lieutenant colonel in the special forces. And he um, was retired and um, he got into podcasting as a hobby and WordPress. And uh, we met out and we um, he suggested, why didn't I do a podcast with him about WordPress? And that's how it started, Stephen. Um, we, um, I'd, I'd been thinking about it um, but I hadn't done much about it. And then Bill said he would edit the show um, and do the kind of post-production, and I thought, why not? Well, what was the reason for starting the podcast? We had the idea to start the podcast, but was there like a goal or objective to start talking together on a podcast about WordPress? No, there really wasn't. And on reflection, that was a big mistake. Um, in some ways, but in other ways, it's been very beneficial to me. Um, but the purpose of doing it was not that clear. And podcasting, po- podcasting uh, had a, a initial enormous, um, I'm struggling for the right word, enormous push when it first got mm. started. And a lot of people crowded in and a lot of them left podcasting because the hype around it was a little bit um, over-exaggerated. Big surprise, something on the web <laughs> being over-emphasised. Over um, but now it's going back into real popularity again, you know, because I think people can see it's a way of really building a real close relationship with your audience. So it, it's regaining popularity through Spotify, Apple. Um, but when I when we started, it, it was in a little bit of a decline. But I, I always have been, I had been brought up on radio, Radio 4. Um, I listened to a lot of radio when I was a child. Um so um, I, I kind of believed in podcasting mm-hmm. and I just saw it a way of promote. And also I wanted to promote myself outside of Northern Nevada to a, a bigger audience, really. Was, was the format of the show similar to what it is now? Or did you kind of play around with the format as you started and got years of experience underneath your belt? Um, it was all over the place. You could say it's a little bit now, but the basic, um, I think with Stephen's help and with my other show, at the time we were just doing a weekly one show. Now um, we do two shows a week. Um, and um, Stephen's my co-host for the main interview, which is the show that I started with Bill. Um, it's It's rather, we... When we initially, when I initially started with Bill, Stephen, um, it really was literally all over the place, you know. Um, obviously, it, the 
the sound quality. Bill is a bit, I call him the sound Nazi. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, he used to spend hours on editing to a level which would pop, in my opinion, was a bit over the top, but he's very focused. But um, if you listen to some of the early ones, it was a bit of a struggle to keep Bill uh, under control, really. I think, but I, I think he would admit sometimes that he is a little bit hard to control, Stephen. Did did you have guests on the show and interview with them, or was it you and Bill kind of going back and forth, just talking about WordPress and what was new and what was going on? It was a mixture, but we mostly had guests. Uh, one of the early ones was Matt Medeus. He came on the show. Literally, the show was pretty rough. I think we were. I think all these early shows are still up on the WP Tonic website and on iTunes. So if you want to embarrass me, listeners and viewers, please go listen and comment. Uh, <laughs> that would cause me maximum embarrassment. So I'm sure you're up for it, tribe. Uh, um, but um, no, Matt Medeus came on, um, I think it was the full fifth show, and he was the first person from the... I'd done some outreach and um, got very mixed response. Now, who is this geezer? Um, um, that was my task in the show, to do all the outreach, get the guests, build the editing. Um, and, um, yeah, he came on the show and he looked rather puzzled about the whole thing, but he was very generous. <laughs> and I still got a soft spot for Matt because uh, um, he didn't really have to come on the show. How did you start... Um reaching out to people? Like, were they people that you know? Like, did you already have a connection with Matt or a relationship? Or did you just start saying, oh, this person would be interesting. I'd like to talk to him. No, I just, I didn't know anybody. Um, I did yeah. I did some outreach. That was when I decided to do the, um, the round table show. But no, when it came to the interview show, I didn't know anybody. So I literally, it was just people in the WordPress community that come on my radar and I keep a list of people and think you know posts podcasts videos that they've done that and they seem interesting and um, I think it's a little bit more focused now but um, for quite a period of time Stephen it was just people that I thought were interesting that I used to and I just used to invite them and they either said yes, no, or maybe. And the maybe is a no, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Was it hard to, like, I don't, I don't know if, like, courage is maybe the right word? I don't know. Uh, like, to just start reaching out to people. I think, like, there's there's probably a lot of people who are like, oh, I would like to start a podcast or, you know, I want to start interviewing people that I find interesting. But getting started is always a big hurdle. I think part, one of those big hurdles is just maybe, like, self-doubt or, not being having enough courage to like shoot emails out and just kind of dive in and start doing it and being willing to do, you know, maybe some shows that aren't so great. Like the early days are always hard. You're well, that's out most a lot of my stuff. shows. I'm not including you, though, Steve. <laughs> you know, uh, but was that hard? Was that hard for you to, to get started? Or was it, is that something that you didn't really struggle with at all? Um, I just got on with it, really. You know, um, if people, if I think if you approach people in, in a respectful way, you know, sh- you know, don't make your outreach email like war and peace. But also, if it's if it's somebody that's really busy, you know, putting in a link to a video that they've recently done and making it reasonably clear that you've done, you know, you listen to some of their content. Um, 
And, you you know, I think that goes down well because a lot of these people have a lot of people approach them. There are some people that are very sniffy, though. So um, <laughs> um, that's just them. But most people are very responsive if, if you do the outreach in a respectful and you show that you you have listened to some of their content. Um, I would be just the same. I don't really respond to people that just, can we post a blog post on your website yeah. to use your SEO? No, you can't really because it's taken me years to build up that website. But on the other hand, if they, if they said, well, can we, you know, would you like to come on our podcast and we've listened to you? I probably would respond to that. Does that make any sense, Stephen? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did when you first started out, and I guess even now, um, and you have all these different guests on, right? Like from all different places, from all different perspectives and point of view. Um, do you feel a need to be like objective about WordPress and just kind of looking at it from a, I don't know, like a objective utility sort of standpoint? Or do you think it's better to look at WordPress from like an opinionated, like, thoughts and feelings uh, kind of angle versus just um, more, I know, straight educational. Me? Not opinionated? <laughs> never. Never, Stephen. <laughs> I guess I guess that's my nice way of asking. Uh, was the show as, as opinionated as it is now back in the early days? I don't think it is that opinionated. You know, <laughs> um, I don't, uh, to be honest, especially the um, our show that we do together, I, you know, I'm not here to make the lives of our interviewees hard. They're our guests, aren't they, really? Um, the Friday show, yeah, it's opinionated. You know, uh, I don't want it to become a snooze fest. Um, I don't want it, you know, and this be, fr- you know, word, the WordPress community has a lot of strengths, but, but it, it's based on snooze festing, bum licking, and passive aggressive, passive aggressive, um, passive aggressiveness. Basically, that 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 is the WordPress community for you people that will never respond to any outreach you do to them because they basically don't like you. So I don't bother asking them to come on the show because I know they they will never come on. But that, <laughs> that that's WordPress for you, isn't it? There's. There's that great opinionism that I was looking for. <laughs> well, don't you think it's the truth? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, the WordPress world is so large with so many different people that uh, it, I, I think it, it's one of the most diverse crowds out there right now, um, just uh, from what people's, I like, just worldviews of what, like, I've talked to people that are extraordinarily liberal and that's why they use wordpress right because it's open source stuff and i've talked to people who are extraordinarily conservative and they use wordpress because it's yeah, open, source. I, I think open source that, that you would you would you would introduce politics wouldn't you Stephen? <laughs> uh, um, but I, I i i think i'm i'm reasonably difficult to pin on what my views are really because i see myself as a kind of socialist libertarian um christian socialist and um i think they're terms that most americans really don't really understand and also there's a little bit of contradiction here you know 
mixing libertarian with socialism together. It makes sense to me because I believe in an equal society with equal opportunities for everybody and equality under the law. Um, but I also believe that, you know, we don't make laws just for the sake of making them. You know, you end up with somewhere like Singapore where you, if you drop some chewing gum, you, you can be arrested and put in a, in a prison in Singapore. So I don't, you know, it's a lovely place, but I wouldn't personally want to live in Singapore. Um, I think we got to the time of our break, Steve. Yeah, that's, you got, you I, was, got I was waiting for you to finish your thought there. So yeah. uh, we're going to go on our mid-show break here. And when we come back, uh, we'll try to pin Jonathan down on where he's going to go in this new year and what we can expect from WP Tonic and the WP Tonic podcast. Hi there, folks. Are you looking to build modern shopping cart landing pages using the power of WooCommerce for yourself or for clients? And you want to do that quickly with little need to know about hand coding? Well, if the answer is yes, and it should be, I've got the perfect answer for you, and that's Launch Flows. Launch Flows is the most modern and easiest way of building modern landing shopping pages for your clients. It also works natively with Gutenberg and the leading page builders like Elementor or Divi. It's really flexible, really powerful. Plus, if you go to the WP Tonic website, Backlink newsletter, you'll get an amazing deal of the Launch Flows lifetime deal. I think you almost get a third off, which is just amazing. And it's just an exclusive offer to you, the tribe. Please show your support for Launch Flows, who's a sponsor of the WP Tonic podcast and for the show itself. It's much appreciated. All right, coming back. Uh, quick note, please join us on the WP Tonic Mastermind Facebook group uh, where you can find out what we're all about. And uh, you can also find the link to the show notes there. Uh, so, Jonathan, um, it's a new year. Oftentimes people start, you know, thinking through things that they, you know, new goals, uh, new ideas, kind of where they want to take things in directions and stuff. So um, how about you? Like, what, what, what have you been thinking through this year? Um, and kind of going into 2022, like, do you have any ideas for where you want to take the podcast um, or your website or services? Yeah, I think in the podcast, I, I think we've really found, with your help, Stephen, we've found a, a more sustainable and um, it's very easy to get into a, um, I'm, I've forgotten the term now, um, just to get into a ribbon and lose mm. enthusiasm. So I've always been about kind of reinventing the show. I think we 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 it's under the W WP Tonic, but I kind of given both shows a different main title. This is this week in WordPress and tech, and the Friday show is this. Oh, sorry, this week in WordPress and SaaS, and the Friday show is this week in WordPress and tech. And I think that that really sums it up because um, I've I and I think you agreed when we discussed this that the first the um, interview show, we were still going to have people from the WordPress community, experts that can help with your business agency, a freelancer, a WordPress power user, but also get business owners and from the world of SaaS. 
because mm. I, I see the two fins. They were seen as very separate, and they are still very two separate communities. And I have a certain, or I've tried, and I need to increase it, I've tried to get myself involved in the world of micro microconference with Rob Rowling and his crowd, which are SaaS, but boot, bootstrapped base yeah. business owners. So I've tried to get into Rob, Rob, and Rob has agreed every quarter to come on the round table show. And him and his wife are just great people, and they've both been on our in, on our interview show. Um, and um, so I've I don't really I, they are two kind of separate tribes, but I, I increasingly see them. Um, I don't really see I I, I really see. WordPress being more a plugin, but extra services being offered as a SaaS. So mm. I see that this diversion, you know, either you're a plugin or you're a SaaS. I see that breaking down to some extent. What do you think about that, Stephen? Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting world in WordPress right now, especially as it feels like the um the difference between a plugin and services is oftentimes mixed. There's a lot more plugins that require subscription type based modeling that include like more um, support. I was just talking to somebody about a um, real estate plugin. Uh, they do like IDX um, configuration work. So essentially just taking all the properties from. I only know because I run another business in that area and do a podcast in that area. So it's, it's something I know very Man. little about. But, Podcasts all over, yeah. Uh, so, but what was interesting was once you purchased the their plugin, um, it came with free setup. So, like, you purchased this five hundred dollar plugin, right? And then they set it up for you. It's like this end to end sort of system where it's not just here's the code, install it, but they included the whole service thing, and then you can you know re up every year to get you know to keep that service going and stuff. But uh, having a plugin with a service backend. And then now, now we're also seeing a lot of people, you know, creating services and kind of coming in at it from the opposite direction where they're more of just a service oriented company and they help you figure out what plugins you should need or want or install to get yeah, done. What you I want. think, um, and you know, I've got to make clear they are major sponsors of the show, but Craig and he, and Matt Medeus works for Craig, um, but Castos, Castos to me is a perfect model yeah. of what can be achieved because Craig bought that plugin, um, Simply Podcast, you know, which was one of the main to if you wanted the player, a nice looking player on your WordPress website, that's what he started off with. Plus, he offered editing and um, a cert, he had another side of his business which was pure service orientated if you were looking to have your episodes edited but now it's become a hybrid he still offers the plug-in mm. he still offers these high-end editing services and consultation but now they've got the whole hosting your podcasts on yeah. the Castro platform so to me it, Castos itself has a very interesting business model. Yeah. And I see more WordPress entrepreneurs and business owners looking at that hybrid model, Stephen. 
Yeah, it's it's an interesting way to grow and expand. And as as the WordPress ecosystem keeps getting bigger and bigger, um, I, I think we'll see that more and more. I think the other thing you touched on is I think the other thing I've observed in the past three years, and especially in the since the the pandemic, is that you're saying it's such a big community. Well, you got to understand when I first entered the entered the WordPress community. It was really fundamentally just dominated when it came to media um, through a small group of people that had, um, Chris Lemmer is the perfect example of this, um, that had built up a large following based on the U, based on them going to a lot of word camps yeah. and speaking at a lot of word camps. Um, Brian Clark and... Um, the two Bryans when it came to Studio Press. Um, and I it was a long time ago since I last interviewed um Brian Clark of Studio Press or formerly of Studio Press. But he was a little bit different because he had a very large community outside of WordPress mm. through um building up a large community through content copywriting, and he's advice through that, and copy blogger. He had built his own own tribe outside. But most of the WordPress media people, there was only about 12, maybe 20 of them in total that had a lot of influence and domination, and they had built it by going to a lot of WordCamps and utilising their weekends to do that. Chris Lemieux is a perfect example of that. But yeah. now it's become much more internationalised. You know, you've got the big coding shops like Astra, um, Fluent, um, that are based in the Indian subcontinent and Eastern yeah. Europe. It's a much more internationalised and that, which is good in one way, but also means you, um, you, you when I first got it, you actually could meet people that you thought were well above you at a word camp and go up to them and have a conversation with them. Yeah. So, which had its good points and its bad points, because if, you know, there was a lot of passive, and it's still there in this older um, environment, this feeling, there's a lot, because it was a much smaller community, and it's like yeah. a family. There's some family members, you can't you, you can't have a real but honest bust up with them because they're stuck with you for life. But on the other hand, you don't particularly like him either. Yeah, you you brought up uh, Chris Lama. I think whether people know Chris Lama's name or not is a good litmus test for how long have they been in the WordPress ecosystem. Uh, because we're because Chris Lama is still you know a name that's out there, but it was like way. I, I feel like people talked like just knew him or talked about him more. Like, but now that WordPress has gotten international and so much larger, uh, there's all these other people that kind of uh, make the whole news space and area of WordPress a lot more busy and stuff. And so well, it's, it's yeah. just, it amazes me because there's, um, I know we're getting close to having to wrap up the podcast part of the show, but what well, I don't know what it amazes you, but it amazes me that there's plugins that come on my radar that got 10, 20, 40, 50, a hundred thousand active users paying or for their free plugin. If they got, that model. Yeah. And I've never even heard of the plugin. I've never even heard of the coding shop. I've never heard of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's it's still, that still regularly happens. Does, are you the same, Stephen? Yeah, for sure. I uh, I can't remember the name of the plugin. Uh, can't remember it now. But it just happened to me last week where I was looking for a solution to something and um, came across this plugin. I was like, oh, I've never heard about this. I wonder if there's any reviews. And there's like a hundred reviews and you know thousands of downloads. And it was like, how how don't you know? How didn't I know about this? But uh, it's just it's a world that's growing and getting bigger and faster all the time. <laughs> Um, I think that's all the time we have for the podcast. So we're going to hop into bonus content here. Um, but uh, before we do that, please consider signing up to the weekly WB Tonic newsletter, uh, which you can find in the episode show notes. Um, and Jonathan, how can people find out uh, more about you? Well, just go to the WP Tonic um, website or join us on the WP Tonic Facebook group page. It's the Mastermind WordPress group page. Join us there. I try and post new stuff, and so does Spencer and a couple of the other people from the Roundtable group. It's um, it's grown slowly, but we're determined to keep it going. Um, And leave any comments, questions that you want on there. Um, And also join us on the WP Tonic YouTube channel and subscribe to that. That's got a lot of videos. I produce a lot of new content for the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Um, you find these um, interviews on there, but a host of other useful content. Um, back over to you, Stephen. Perfect. Thanks for that. Um, if you want to listen to the bonus talk content, head over to YouTube or the WB Tonic Mastermind Facebook group. See you guys there. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week. 